Today's review by Dual Podcasts, titled Follow This Podcast. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Hey, thanks for joining me. My name is Shalene Johnson, and you are listening to The Shalene Show. Today, I want to talk about why some people are rude, hurtful, or just plain jerks. But before we begin, I want to thank each and every one of you for writing reviews for The Shalene Show. Oh my gosh, I love you guys. Can I ask you to do me a favor? If you haven't already and you have some time today or even right now to go write a review, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you. And secondly, can you put in your review this week where it was you found out about the podcast? Like, was it on Facebook? Did somebody else introduce it to you or was it just random? I don't know. It always fascinates me. I know how I find podcasts. I'm just curious how we found each other. Anyways, on to today's program. And as always, thank you for being here. So let's talk about why people are sometimes rude or just jerks. They're just not polite. They come across like they just don't have much thought for other people's feelings. They jump down your throat. And sometimes it seems like they don't realize you're being a jerk. And sometimes we're pretty sure that they know and they're not nice and they're rude and they're not conscientious of how other people feel. And I want to talk to you about why that is. Why are some people that way? Because I think that'll help in dealing with them. I think it's going to make it easier when you encounter these kind of people. Not that I'm ever going to excuse that kind of behavior. And certainly not to say that there's ever been a time that I haven't been rude. I mean, if you're a human being, there's a time when maybe you didn't intend to be rude or you didn't intend to be a jerk or to hurt someone's feelings, but you did. And I can say that there's probably been a couple of instances in my life where I'm like, I don't care. I really do not care if I hurt their feelings because I don't like them and they were rude first. Like, you know, you try to justify rude behavior and I don't want you to think that I'm a saint or that I haven't done that in the past. I have, but I try really, really hard not to do that because I don't need to. And I think you get a lot more from people when you're nice to them. You know, if I want my way, right? If I want the right outcome, if I want to be happy, it's just easier if you get along with people. And it's a heck of a lot easier if people like you. And not very many people like you if you're a jerk or rude or just hard-nosed. So why do you think it is people are this way? Well, the number one reason why people are this way on a regular basis, I'm not talking about the occasional bad day. I'm not talking about somebody who things weren't going so well and they were just not as pleasant as they normally are. I'm talking about someone who's regularly a jerk and treats people poorly. We're talking about people who hurt other people on a daily basis, don't take others' feelings into consideration, and they do it all the time. Well, the number one reason why it works for them or the reason why they do that is because it works. It gives them the result that they're looking for. Now, they don't realize that it's making them unhappy. They don't realize that that unhappiness then turns into like a cycle where they're more unkind and more thoughtless. They don't realize that that cycle happens because when you're not nice to someone, you've all had this happen before where you've been in a bad mood or you've screamed at your kids or you've been rude to somebody who you didn't know like a stranger and then you feel bad. You feel really bad. Like it can keep you up at night and you can try to justify in your head. You're like, well, they did this, this, and that. And that's why I acted that way. But you still feel bad because you're a nice person. At your core, you're a nice person. So they think it works for them because they're getting an intended result. 
the number one result that they're looking for is control. And the number two result that they're looking for is distance. People who are rude and mean and cutting with their comments, jerks, they need for others to keep a safe distance from them. Because if you get in too close, you might just spoil their secret. The number two reason why people are jerks is because they don't want you to find out that they don't believe they deserve to be where they are. I get to work in production. I get to work with people all the time, you know, like on television shows or people who are producers or who do videos. And they will always say, you're so nice. Or they'll say, and -and so-and-so was so nice. And I encountered this person. They were so nice. And it's interesting how people in production love to tell you who's nice and who's not nice. And you hear the same names over and over and over again. And oftentimes the people who are not nice are there not because of their true talent. It was an accident. And they are mean and rude and it gets amplified by their money and notoriety. And the reason why it amplifies is not because they think more of themselves. It's not, you might think that. You might think it's an ego narcissistic thing. It's not. It's really that level of anxiety is amplified because now they're really afraid that all of this is gonna go away and y'all are gonna find out that they don't deserve to be there. At least that's what they think in their heads. Like people are going to find out that I don't deserve to be here. So that's why it's often true. Like when people get into a position of power or they get into a position of uh, notoriety or fame or whatever it is, and they don't believe that they deserve to be there. That's when they get really mean. Sometimes it's when people have a certain amount of success and that gets amplified. And when that gets amplified, even if they do deserve it, like, of course you deserve it or you wouldn't be there, right? But if in your mind, you don't believe you deserve it, if in your mind, you think that you are a fraud and the reason why you think you're a fraud is because someone told you all your life that you were worthless and that you weren't gonna amount to anything and that you know we're poor and that's how we are and our family never does anything and you're stupid and you're never gonna amount to anything. Well, then once you get there, it's hard for you to believe that you're there and you actually wonder if you should be there and you feel like an imposter. My friend Nicole has talked to me about this and so has my friend Michaela called the imposter syndrome. Look it up. It's very interesting. People are like this because it affords them the protection they need. If someone is short with you, is rude, is unkind, says mean things, what that does is it protects them from you. Why do they need protection from you? Because they fear that if you like them, you might get close to them and you might ask questions. And they're not comfortable with who they are, so they don't want you asking questions. And they might not be comfortable with who they are by no fault of their own. I will tell you this, the meanest people, I want you to know that they're often the people who have the most hurt and the most childhood pain and the most traumatic experiences. And so oftentimes when people lash out and they're mean and they attack, it is because they have a deep, deep, indescribable pain inside. And if they can lash out at you, they know like a barking dog, you will move away. Like a little tiny chihuahua who will gnarl and gnash its teeth and bark louder than a giant dog. It's because I need you to stay away. And that's why mean people do those things. They can't have you get too close. And so they are mean to protect themselves from you, from people like you who might ask questions, from people like you who might try to get close to them. The other reason why they do it is because... They need to be in control of their emotions. 
If they show too much empathy, if they show too much care, too much love, too much passion, then that might open up a can of worms and force them to deal with some other stuff that they don't want to deal with. So the toughest, meanest people are the people who have survived. They've gone through some really bad stuff and they are so afraid to open up that can of worms and actually feel emotions because they know that the emotion that they're going to feel is pain and hurt and sadness and that feels weak. It's almost better for them to feel bad about themselves because you never feel good about yourself when you're mean to somebody, even if it's a complete stranger, even if they kind of deserved it. You know the types I'm talking about, like they stole your parking spot and you want to roll down the window and go, listen, I was waiting for that spot, you you know, like you want to do that. But even if you did that and they kind of deserved it, you'd still feel bad. So even when somebody who's always mean, they genuinely always feel bad about it. They do. But they would rather feel bad about that than deal with the loss of control that might happen if they were to experience their true, true feelings. So that's why people do it. It serves them and there's not much we can do about it. So what can you do about it? What do we do about it? I'll tell you what not to do. Don't confront them. I think it's okay to let people know that you love them and in the kindest of ways say, you know, you'd get the same effect from me and probably even more if you just said it this way. Or it sure would be nice if from time to time you didn't get so agitated and you just recognize that the approach that you use is gonna give you a better result. Like you can have those conversations, but at the end of the day, it's not gonna change anything. So what can you do? Well, number one, if you're this person who's always saying like, you know, your email was really rude or the way you spoke to me really hurt my feelings or you have a reputation for scaring people and you've got a real demeanor about you that people cower and you know that about yourself and people are afraid to do wrong by you and people are regularly telling you that you have hurt them. Take a look at why, you know, that's the first thing that's not so scary is take a look in the mirror and figure out like, okay, can I have a softer approach? Number one these individuals, you can't change them. We can't change another human being. And the only way anyone ever changes is when they feel as though you love and support them and they're safe. People don't just go, yeah, a lot of people are saying I'm a jerk. I should probably take some anti-jerk pills or go talk to my doctor and see if they offer a course for assholes. Like nobody's going to do that. People only change when they're motivated to because they feel supported and loved by the person who is around them. So remember that you're never going to get someone to act differently by like wagging your finger in their face and telling them, unless of course you are the boss and you have the ability to do that. Like if you're the boss and you have a manager or another employee who's being this way, you can address it and you should. But when it comes to interpersonal relationships, all that we can do is understand where it comes from and approach it from a place of love. People are very, very good at reading between the lines. We don't have to tell people, you know, you're kind of a jerk you can have less direct conversations and people know what you're talking about. But you get more bees with honey. Everybody likes nice people more. And that's all that you can do. You can just lead by example. Don't challenge mean people. Know that when they're throwing their temper tantrums, that it's a child throwing this temper tantrum. Know that that person who's screaming and yelling and being rude is no different from a two-pound chihuahua. They're afraid. They don't believe they are powerful. They are not doing it because they think they're better. They are doing it because they're afraid and they don't think well highly of themselves. So that's why people do it. 
I hope that's been helpful. It's my goal to try to help everyone, you know, all of us to look in the mirror and figure out ways to be better and understand that 98.9% of the time, it's not personal. It's kind of their thing. The more we understand where these things come from, the easier it is to cope with them and the less personal it feels. And that makes life a little easier. As always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I very much value it. I really appreciate you. And I guess enough said, except thank you. I hope to see you on one of my many social media platforms. In the meantime, I just want you to know you are the bomb.com. Hey there, I'm Miller DeRay with Team Johnson. I wanted to share with you 11 ways to grow beyond 10,000 Instagram followers and monetize your page. Just go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash IG hacks or by clicking the link below this episode. Shaleen is going to share with you tested and proven tips you can start using today to monetize your account and grow your business with Instagram. If you find these tips helpful, then you definitely want to become a member of the Marketing Impact Academy. Not only will you learn cutting edge, up to date social media growth tactics for Instagram and other social media platforms, but you'll also get the exact steps you need to take to build your brand and a solid business foundation to create multiple streams of passive income and grow your business faster than you ever thought possible with, by the way, Lifetime Access, the only business growth and marketing course you'll ever need. Stop hustling on social media, okay? And get serious about your business growth. And now I'm excited for you to hear what just some of our students have to say about Marketing Impact Academy. I'm a student of Shaleen. She taught me how to make millions of dollars. I am being paid six figures a year. I went from about $50,000 a year to over $200,000. What Marketing Impact Academy has done for me, and that was to manage my time and to streamline my business. It's a step-by-step process, and if you follow the steps, you get a return on your investment. That is my absolute favorite part about the Marketing Impact Academy. But also, I've applied her principles in marketing to other industries, including venture capital, products, all kinds of bizarre products. Just in the last few weeks, we closed up a Kickstarter using her principles and we raised over $400,000. Whether you're a busy mom or just a busy person trying to juggle life and your business, I highly recommend trying Marketing Impact Academy. You've got to learn how to market your business and you've got to learn how to market your business the way that we are today. I really want to recommend Marketing Impact Academy because it completely changed my life 